Tammy, I feel like I just saw you. I know. Get out of my house. Uh, you know, I think it's really rude. I showed here with a lovely batch of macarons. Of what? <laughs> you mean macaroons? No, macaroons are with coconut. Oh, so you mean like dry macaroni? Don't <laughs> <laughs> show up at my house with ugly food, Mike. <laughs> um, wow. I feel out. How are you? How was your week? I'm good. Week was good. Um, I feel like it flew by. Really, it really did. I feel like it was only an hour. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like this episode is being filmed right after the last one. So it's like so close. Yeah, I just mean, amazing. Yeah, it's being recorded, <laughs> not filmed. Um, first of all, <laughs> and second of all, no. Um, yeah, no. We're. I don't know. I'm just happy to be here. I am too. It's going to be a lot of fun. Too, um, so. I'm happy that we have our um, basically official third co-host here. Yes. <laughs> we yes. have the princess joining us again. Baby, baby, Welcome the princess. Hi, kids. How are you? Great. How are you? Fabulous. I'm good. Um, first of all, how dare you say that we're at Tracy's house? You know you're outside my dumpster right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Tracy's house. <laughs> yeah. You don't, she just moved. And also, how <laughs> dare you say that macaroni is gross? That macaroni art that she glued on top of that paper plate is gorgeous. <laughs> Michaela worked hard on that. I'm just talking about the spray paint she used to color it. Now, that was a bit much. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was a little bit. Okay. Well, now that we're done criticizing my art, <laughs> speaking well, of art, speaking know, of art, <laughs> all I know is I wouldn't hang your art up on the fridge, but I would hang this person's art up. <gasps> That's true. I would definitely <laughs> hang up this person's art over mine. Um, let's welcome to the podcast, Micah Sousa. Uh, is it Sousa or Sousa? It's Sousa. Sousa. Micah Sousa. Micah Sousa. Thank you. I feel so Micah. <laughs> welcome to the show. Um, you are a drag artist. You're a tattoo artist. Yes. If you don't know who Micah is, you're doing it wrong because you've probably already seen his art on someone's t-shirt. Oh, totally, yeah. <laughs> and right off the bat, Tracy and I are going to objectify Micah because we're looking at his picture now Beautiful. and we're saying how hot he is. Beautiful. <laughs> I mean, good lord, I can't. I'm glad you're not on video because I'd be blushing the whole time. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I'm so happy that you've come on the show. Um, Micah is all the way in Hawaii, so we've conquered wow. a five-hour time barrier to come together. Um, so yeah, thank you for coming what time on. Is it there? Three. Thanks for having me. It's five thirty right here, right now. Thirty. Wow. Yeah, four hour time. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. <laughs> um, well, right off the bat, so how long have you been in Hawaii? Are you from? I, are you from there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm born and raised here, okay. and I lived here until I was eighteen, and then I lived in California for like seven years. Okay. And I was in Chicago for a year, and then I just recently moved back, like, a year ago. Nice. What island? I live on Maui. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, I was born on Oahu. Oh, sweet. Me too. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, my dad is a um, Navy. I was He was in the Navy when I was born, so. Right. In the Navy. So, Micah, I'm guessing that your family's out there? Is that is that where... Yeah, most of my family lives out here. My dad actually lives in Nashville. <laughs> really? Randomly. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you should not have told me that. <laughs> <laughs> Princess is writing down, um, get Micah's dad's information. <laughs> I mean, do you talk to him? Do you, are you going to visit him soon? Do you need a place to stay when you come visit him? <laughs> he really wants me to come out there and visit because he's building a motorcycle for me what? and he wants it to be like a father-son activity so he like wants me to help him finish it 
And then he wants me to like drive it back to California from Nashville. <laughs> Are you a motorcycle so. person? Not no, he is. He really is. I know, but really would you be if be. you got a free one? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he taught me how to ride on a like old eighties Harley when I was like twenty one, and wow. I liked it. It was cool. I felt very manly. <laughs> I rode a motorcycle one time and wrecked it. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Um, it was a dirt bike, and uh, I ran into a barbed wire fence. Oh, God. oh no! I rode my dad's Harley once, and I, I let the clutch get away from me, and I almost let it ride out right between my legs, but I caught it. So, Micah, have you Damn. ever uh, ridden a motorcycle around any of the islands? And the only reason why I ask is because my parents both uh, ride Harleys, and they uh, ride around the islands um, at least uh, like every other year, once a year, kind of thing. Apparently, that's a thing. Did you know that's a thing? Oh yeah, no, I my I don't know. I haven't uh I've not ridden a motorcycle in Hawaii. That sounds very intimidating because like when I rode motorcycles, it was like in a parking lot, like an empty <laughs> parking lot. So I'm not like a pro or anything. Which is but... crazy because that's where Tammy and I's uh third job is. That's right. An empty parking lot. <laughs> you know, in the times of COVID, you have to get it where you can get it. Listen, let me tell you what. <laughs> Once that vaccine happens. I'm ready and willing. <laughs> uh, so we know how things are going here. In well, hold on. I was going to say what uh, her question about riding a Harley in Hawaii. You know, there's a Katy Perry song called Harley's in Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Weird, Micah. You don't listen to Weirdly Katy specific. Perry. That's so strange. <laughs> good, Micah. Sure. <laughs> no, I, ha- I have. I've seen the like groups of people. It's like a bunch of. Looks like a bunch of people's moms and dads riding their motorcycles around. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> well, I mean, it's if you're going to ride your bike somewhere, it's and a at, gorgeous place I, of to course, do it. Right, we're not there. <laughs> and Micah, as yeah. a native, is like, go home. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's how I feel about those bachelorette parties down here in Nashville. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Go, go home. home. <laughs> Please get out. Go back to that Ohio shit stain that you're in. <laughs> um... <laughs> Anyways, um, so I know you for two things, tattoo art and drag art. Which came mm-hmm. first? The digital art came first. I started okay. really young, actually, because my sister is a photographer. So she got me like a bootleg version of Photoshop when I was like 11. And that's how I taught myself. And this oh, was like, wow. you know, like before, I don't think YouTube even existed back then. It was like there was no tutorials or anything like that. So I just like sat there. And like taught myself how the program works. And so I'd always been doing digital art, but I did the drag stuff didn't pick up until like three years ago. Wow. Interesting. I, I'm sorry yeah. I, if, if I missed this part of the question. So uh, were you doing digital art before tattooing too? Yeah. yeah so I started doing digital art at, I would say like 11 or 12. And then I didn't start tattooing until I was 16. He picked up a, a tattoo gun at nine legal so yeah luckily my sister is also a tattoo artist so my sister's always been like my stage mama with all my art do you both have the do you have the same style or different styles we have different styles she's lately actually been doing a lot of cosmetic stuff like microblading and lip filler and that kind of stuff so but she still tattoos every once in a while did she do your lips yes she did She's, like, insistent on me learning how to do it so that I can work at her salon with her. And so she's, like, doing it on my lips so that she can, like, teach me, like, 
right in front of me how to do it. <laughs> the only reason why I say that is because you did your unboxing uh, promo video from uh, season 13 of Drag Race and you had just gotten your lips done. Yeah. And, uh, you're like, excuse my lips, I just got them done. So <laughs> I love that your sister did it. That's really cool. Yeah, I'm like lucky like that I get to get it done for free. I actually did it myself one session with the needle and that was pretty <gasps> intense. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Have you ever tattooed yourself? Oh yeah, that's like how I got started. I guess that makes sense. I, I've heard of uh, like practicing on like a like a, a dead pig carcass or yeah, whatever, but a, like, like on a, yourself. There's another thing that's like it's a uh, like skin or it's a plastic that gives it like feel the of feel, skin. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, I had some of those like slabs of skin when I was getting started too. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um. What What made you want to start doing tattoos? I actually. When I was younger, I actually wanted to work more in animation and comics, but my sister really like pushed tattoos on me because she was just like, it's a really good way to survive and it's like really high demand. So you can survive no matter where you are, you can pretty much guarantee that you'll have clients. So it's like a financial backup. It wasn't like my main dream, you know? Oh, perfect. And yeah. How would you, what would you describe your style as tattoo wise? I would say that it's very, like, 90s comic book looking because that's, like, how I learned how to draw. <laughs> like, when I was little, I would obsess over, like, Michael Turner and J. Scott Campbell comics, like, Witchblade and, like, Fathom and, like, 90s comics with, like, big bodacious ladies with, like, beautiful makeup and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of my, like, closet way of getting to obsess over, like, girly stuff. <laughs> okay. So talking about makeup, have you ever done drag or have you, have you ever done your own makeup? Not really, but like people, every time people look at my art, they're like saying that they think I would be good at makeup, but I've tried doing makeup and it's like super different. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I get it from a 2D perspective, but like transferring stuff over to mediums is like, it doesn't always work out the best sometimes. <laughs> that makes sense. I feel like, yeah, drawing on paper is not the same as drawing on skin. Yeah. Um, so speaking of that, how did you did, how did you start meeting drag queens and start doing art for them? Um, it started in San Diego. Oh, sorry, it started in San Diego mm-hmm. originally, I think. And I used to go to um, Chad Michaels' show, the Showgirls' show, and see like Detox and Sonique and Chanel and like. Uh, Dolly Levi and all those queens in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And I just like really felt at home. And the thing is, like at that time, I was working at a tattoo shop in El Cajon that was like super gangsta, like really like scary thuggy guys that like had been in prison and shit. And I'm over here just like this like nerdy gay artist that I don't really know how to like, you know, fit in there. And I just remember feeling like really awkward all the time, like working in such a macho shop where they like, you know, like make gay jokes and stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Like it just wasn't very conducive for like being in a creative environment. So that's when I decided I wanted to like go into the drag scene more and be around more LGBT people. Yeah. And you kind of exploded. I mean, you're, you've done everyone's art at this point. Yeah. Um, it's so I mean, hot. <laughs> Who was the first queen you did uh, art for? The first queen was actually three queens. It was a design for Bible Girl 
and Rubber Child and Lisa Limbaugh. And that was the first time that I designed like merch for someone. I love Bible Girl. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The fact that her drag, like her Instagram handle is like Bible Girl 666. (laughs) It's so funny to me. She's also she's also a giant Britney fan too. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So so did they reach out to you? Did they know you? And that's how uh, that was like the jumping point, or did you just design something for them and were like, "Hey, girls, look what I got." It actually started. There was like a period of time where I was drawing on snapbacks, like custom designs on snapbacks, and it started with uh, Rubber and Lisa ordering hats for me, and then. I just like got really into them and I thought they were really like cool and funny. So I remember this one night just feeling so inspired to just draw them all. And I just stayed up all night just working on a, this like crazy design of them. And then the next day I just submitted it and I was like, like, I just did this if you guys want to use it. <laughs> That's cool. And it kind of just flowed out of me. And then, it, and then it went from there because I feel like from basically that point, like everybody was like, oh, I want Micah to to draw me mm-hmm. to uh, design for me or whatever. So how did yeah. we meet? Oh my goodness. How did we meet? Um, I remember been... the first time I met you in person, you were wearing that American flag outfit at Comic-Con. Uh, DragCon, yeah. Yeah, at, love, yeah sorry, DragCon. <laughs> I love that. So uh, can I tell the story of our my first tattoo experience with you? Yes. <laughs> Do you remember it? Was this the Joker one? Yeah. Yes, I remember it. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> so uh, I knew I was going to DragCon, and I knew that Micah was going to be there too. So I said, uh, here are the things that I like. Uh, the Joker is my favorite villain, along with Ursula. And I can't remember. I think there was one, or Medusa was another one. But you had just done a Medusa tattoo. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, I don't want something that he had just done. So let's do Ursula or the Joker. And, and then I think that you had maybe just done uh, an Ursula one too, but you hadn't done a Joker one. So I was like, okay, yep. Then that's what we're going with because I wanted something he hadn't done yet. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't think that we had seen each other at con before the tattoo happened. Um, Right. But but then uh, he was like, yeah, come to my hotel room. Um, And so I went and uh, yeah, he tattooed me in his hotel room. Um, which was, if you ask me, that's like the fanciest way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was about to say. Um, and then, it's yeah, more personal. I got to go home with a Micah Souza tattoo uh, from Drag Quan. So I had Quan. To cl- Drag Quan. Drag Quan. I'm sorry, it's the Nebraska coming out in me. Drag Quan. Drag Quan. <laughs> um, Do you normally travel with a a gun? I think I, I asked you, didn't I? <laughs> I was like, will you bring your tattoo stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to actually, when I was living in California, I used to work at shops in the Bay Area and in San Diego area. So I used to take the train up and down. And one time, actually, I had like $3,000 worth of tattoo equipment in my suitcase and I got stolen on the train. And they like wow. couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, it was like devastating. And I was on my way. I was like booked. I had people waiting in San Diego and I like stepped off the train with nothing. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? But I ended up doing a GoFundMe, and luckily, like everyone from Instagram helped me out with like replacing all oh, of my tattoo awesome. equipment. I remember. Yeah, that. 
Um, that, yeah. One thing that super sticks out when I got to the hotel room, because he had DragCon had already happened for like a day or two, and he had already gone. He got one of each of his designs in a t-shirt form for the queens that he had designed yeah. and he had them like neatly stacked up i was like oh that's so cute that's <laughs> yeah do you wear so them much- or do you just like leave them like like collect them are they collector's items for you some of them if they're screen printed i wear them because screen prints last longer but the ones that I did for like Hot Topic and Spencer's and, and like uh, DryCon and stuff, I have those archived in boxes. And you'll, I... and you'll never touch them kind of thing? Yeah, maybe I'll sell them when I'm older. <laughs> oh, there you go, yeah. I have your, um, your Trixie shirt and your Katya shirt. The first, I guess the pink where Trixie's a Barbie doll. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, wait. You did that one, right? I actually didn't do that one. <laughs> oh, well... <gasps> And I also have never done a design for Katya. Okay, well then I don't know you at all. But <laughs> is the which one is the, which Katya one do you have? Um, it's her face, and she's surrounded by like woodland creatures. It's very that's, that's probably Allie. Allie does like almost all of Katya's shirts. Oh, okay. But well. but, but speaking of hot topic, <laughs> what, what's it like it, to have your stuff in hot topic? Yeah, that's amazing. It was so surreal. I think it's like pretty much over now. It lasted from like. 2018 through 2019 but it was like a surreal year it was like everyone i knew was taking pictures like at their local hot topic where they live and being like i saw your designs in the store so that was a really cool feeling so so which ones did you have so it started with uh three tank tops one was trixie one was alaska and one was willem and then i did t-shirts for i did a detox t-shirt with like the green hair and milk aja sharon needles and i did a i did a lot for trixie in alaska damn yeah and then i did an alaska shirt at spencer's too wow wow and do you do you have all of them (laughs) yeah i collected all of them there was also makeup bags yeah (laughs) yeah i feel like um you're like a good portion of drygqueenmerch.com yeah for sure <laughs> yeah. I feel um, like I was lucky when I got started because like some of my first clients I got to work with were like Alaska and Detox and Willem and just like really big queens. So I was like really lucky to get to work with them because like now like queens all over the place, local queens see their shirts and then they're like they want to get their designs by me too. So that helped me out a lot. I mean I if it's a paycheck. I <laughs> Yeah, we might be hitting up for a gay space logo. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, or just yeah. a Tracy by herself since she is a drag queen. Fuck you. Yeah, wow. I'm down. <laughs> um, but speaking, speaking of drag queens that we love, uh, a friend of mine, uh, she just dropped one, Bitter Betty. Yes. Yeah. What was that process Her. like? Because I've seen, there's a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Right now we're looking at the, uh, at the, the cartoon t-shirt. logo. <laughs> we're looking yeah. at the logos, yeah. Yeah, that's the latest design that I did for Sarah. She's like one of my favorite people ever. And she's like a really good friend. And I've been working with her for a while with her wig takeout brand, mm-hmm. like sort of helping her brand her website and packaging and stuff like that. And she's like one of the funnest people to work with. Like everything is so cartoony and over the top. And I love it. She's kind of cartoony and over the top just as a person too, which I think yeah. is amazing. <laughs> How much um, direction do you take from people or, or, or a lot of people like, you know, 
you take your inspiration and go with it or, or how does that work? It's pretty half and half. Like a lot of clients will just give me like a couple of photos and just tell me to go wild with it. Mm -hmm. uh, usually it tends to be like queens that are also artists that kind of understand the process or who have worked with artists a lot, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I feel like people with a lot of tattoos kind of like develop this, like they know how to talk to an artist and like give them the freedom and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, but then there's some queens that are like super picky and they're like making all these little tweaks like forever and they're like never satisfied. But that's just another personality type, you know, like it's mm -hmm. not wrong for them to want to be in control of how they're being perceived or portrayed in art form. Did you hear that, drag queens listening to this? Calm the <laughs> fuck down. You're in good hands. Micah's got that. this. I'm right here. <laughs> I feel like Micah, I was saying it for you. I got you. <laughs> I feel like because you're the artist, you're the one you would trust what someone is drawing because they're seeing you. Well, it's not always going to be what's in your mind as a vision for yourself. It's well, it's, you've seen his work. Why when you go to him, why would you? expect something that's like not what he would do like i would want you to do as crazy as wild yeah. as you wanted to get with it because right. i want your style the style i don't want have, right? i don't want what's in my head i want what's in your head no because if it's in my <laughs> head i'll just do it myself like i want yeah. coming to you i want your design because i like your design i like your creativity like that's yeah yeah that makes sense um who am i i don't know no so <laughs> We're just going to switch back and forth between tattoo and art. Um, with tattooing, do you have a set shop that you work out of um, in Maui? Or do you kind of hop around and do schedules at different places? No, not at the moment. Actually, I was working in California. And then I was like moving around for a bit. So like around the time that the Hot Topic thing happened, that's mm -hmm. kind of the moment where I was thinking like, I think I can do digital art full time because... I had been tattooing at this one shop in San Diego for a couple of years and I sort of like took a step back and realized like how much progress I had made just from like putting time and effort and money like into tattooing and I just it sort of clicked and I was like if I just apply this work ethic to my digital art then maybe I can get to a point where I can survive off of it full time. So yeah. it was kind of in the back of my mind that I wanted to do that already but I was still tattooing like supplementary and then okay. Like a year ago, uh, when I was living in Chicago, my mom had a stroke. So I had to move back to Hawaii and like be home taking care of her. So it was just actually really convenient for me to just have the space to just do digital art. So yeah. this whole year, I basically have been taking a break from tattooing. I mean, I'm still tattooing myself all the time just so I can, you know, make sure my equipment's running well um, and all that kind of stuff. Make sure I don't, you know, lose it. <laughs> yeah. That's wild that you could tattoo yourself because like what kind of it's with the help of a lot like, of numbing cream. Oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it small stuff where you just or are you just like, I would just want to make sure this needle's still I was gonna say that's my question. Do you have any room left? I actually, you know, it's surprising how much room I have left. It's like a lot of my stuff is very visible, but like I have my whole back empty. I actually recently just did my entire chest piece. By yourself? Yep. <laughs> Oh, my God. how did you do Mike, that? Like, like sitting in front of the mirror? Dude, okay, so, like, when I was, like, 16, when I first got started tattooing, I did this really shitty anatomical heart outline on my chest, and I hated it, and I was, like, so embarrassed about it my whole life. <laughs> and I, like, 
like over the course of like the last 10 years, I've been like going to different tattoo artists and being like, can you cover it up? Can you cover it up? And they're always like, no, or they'll be like, go and get it lasered off and then I'll do it. So I never like got the chance to do it. And then finally I was like, I'm just going to do it myself. I have numbing cream. I have all the equipment. And I did a big Luna Moth, like full color Luna Moth to cover up the old one. It's fucking hardcore. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. I'm dumbfounded right now. Yeah. Me getting a tattoo is like, I love them so much, but the whole time I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. I can't imagine doing it to myself. I've had my yeah. teeth done and it, it is excruciating. What? Really. It's, on, yeah. Especially on your sternum. Because it's the bone. It's the so close bone. Right and if you've ever seen Micah, he's not a fleshy dude like he like <laughs> he's bone so you, you are, know what you though are, what i've tattooed enough people's chests to know where all the painful spots are so Same what i did soft. was i numbed it and then i started with those spots and then i did the less painful spots as the numbing cream faded away yeah but still oh. you get a high five from all three of us yeah, for that's doing this. yeah <laughs> what um what is like the what is the worst spots for a person to get a tattoo in like pain-wise? Yeah, pain-wise. Uh, I would say like squishy areas like your armpits and your elbows and your knees are really bad. And the oh, stomach sorry. area. All of us are gagging oh. over here. <laughs> all of us just, when you said armpits, Armpit, all like, three of us went, Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that a common thing? Mm -hmm. I've actually, I don't think I've ever done an armpit tattoo on someone, but I know people that have gone and done it. I saw really once bad. on Tumblr, it was legs. Yeah, you've never seen the, the legs armpit. on the. <laughs> it's disgusting. Anyways, so the fleshy areas are the <laughs> problematic. <laughs> See, I, I think the opposite. It's the bony parts. Like you said, like the knee, the elbow, the sternum. Right. I heard your rib cage is really painful too. Oh, excruciating. Yeah, I felt like, so I had the back of my leg done and that was fine, but my ankle where it's less, it's much closer to bone, that fucking hurt. But, yeah. You know. Um, where do your, so uh, what are your least favorite things to tattoo and what are your most favorite things to tattoo? Oh, hmm. oh my God! You can okay, be so... as diplomatic as you want, right? <laughs> or don't be, because I want to hear or it. Say like just penises everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> when I was uh, working in San Diego, I worked by a college, so I got a lot of like basic white girl clients. So I did like a billion infinity symbols, Ooh, feathers. My sister has one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, I don't I've care. Done, like, she I hates it. <laughs> It, it's really funny because sometimes they'll get like, you know, like an infinity symbol turning into birds or something. And it's like really stereotypical. Oh but one, I actually, I got a client that got an infinity symbol turning into a feather. And then the feather was turning into the birds. And I was like, this is you getting said, kind of meta. Wow, you, you met, said, you met the basic. final boss, like in yeah. any video game. <laughs> I love when people have like an anchor and it says like, I won't sink or whatever. Like, that's what a fucking anchor does, you idiot. God. <laughs> What's your what's your favorite thing to do? Oh yeah. My favorite thing to tattoo is it's kind of hard to explain. I like doing like kind of monstrous texture, which can be lots of different things. Like I've done like animals like sea slugs that sort of have this texture that I love doing. I basically just like doing organic stuff. So like animals and insects and stuff like that. 
Um, okay. And like alien sort of like sci-fi mutated kind of fantasy creatures. <laughs> Great. So neither of the things I got tattooed from. I was going to say, did he do the B on you? <laughs> did this though the tyrannosaurus, oh, the tyrannosaurus rex. rex is amazing oh that. thank you <laughs> i was so nervous that day you were like uh can i spill your tea and we, we can remove sure. it if you say remove it but you uh we had to take quite a few breaks i remember that um yeah you, you had an anxiety attack at one point and i felt so bad because i was like oh my god like if he if he passes out or something i'm gonna have to call an ambulance or whatever um, yeah i had a full-blown panic attack yeah i'm sorry about that <laughs> no so there's there's no there's no oh, need no. to apologize no, it, not it, at all. it legitimately worried me though i was like oh man because like yeah. he, and, he, and he had driven like an hour to get to me at my airbnb to do that and i was like i know he doesn't want to like stop in the middle of it and go home um but like yeah he powered through and he was a fucking champion so yeah <laughs> like was the anxiety because it was on a neck or like a like a design because or... he hates me and so he was oh, like well, yeah this is a hate tattoo <laughs> yeah like, I the hate fact that person. it was on your neck was part of it for sure but it was honestly it was like the pressure of living in chicago kind of like like got to me after a while like it was one of the roughest cities that i lived in so it was kind of like it was exhausting <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Where in the yeah. city were you living? I was living in Pilsen. Okay, so like I'm, in, I am not familiar with. I'm from the Chicago area. Um, You're just from all over the place, aren't you? Yes, I am. Um, <laughs> I'm not. Where Where is Pilsen? Pilsen is uh, near Cicero. Um, oh, oh, okay. It was yeah. It was super sketchy. We actually lived across the street from a gang, so it was like. Yeah really like sketchy i was gonna say you were with a significant other at the time right yes <laughs> yeah no but like i like i i totally appreciate that you that you tattooed me and i will never forget it it's awesome <laughs> so speaking of area what are your um least favorite parts to tattoo i guess the neck is probably one of them <laughs> um let's see Rib cages are pretty difficult. And yeah, whenever you do something that's like showing, it's definitely extra pressure because it's going to show like in pictures of them everywhere, you know? So it's kind of like, it has okay. to be extra, extra perfect. Yeah. So like upper body is. <laughs> yeah. Like when people want stuff on their like faces and heads and hands and stuff, it's always like showtime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you ever tattooed a drag queen? And I don't mean on a drag queen. I mean a picture of a drag queen. Have you done that yet? I, I, yeah, I've done Divine, actually. But that's the only queen I've ever tattooed. <gasps> and I know exactly who that's on, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that came out so good. Um, Thank you. Uh, I, I know I can call this person out. Um, uh, Micah has done Sarah Andrews' husband. And has done the Freddie uh, Mercury. Uh, Mercury. <laughs> we just saw it. Oh, I loved it. And, yeah. and the Dolly Parton, right? <gasps> yes, I yeah. did. Those were so fun. And they came out so sick. If you, uh, the you, Freddie Mercury one is genius with the teeth. Thank yeah. you. Oh He's so good. I loved it's him really so good. much. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, if you come to Nashville, you've got two clients sitting in this oh, room. Oh, absolutely. I would you love mean it. three? Three. three you've got three clients. Freddie. Ready to go. All right, I'm on my way. It'll <laughs> pay. It'll pay for your whole trip. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> we are ready. I want a picture of you, Mike. 
oh. on my arm. I want a picture of Adam. <laughs> <laughs> and no one wants Tracy. Shocking. <laughs> he can tattoo you on my beehole. Oh, come, we know me. I would get a picture of me on me before yeah, you would. else would. <laughs> You'd get some art made by him, and then you'd be like, can you then tattoo that onto my face? <laughs> can I make a flag out of this, too? <laughs> so I don't know how much of the, the podcast you've listened to, but Tracy loves to bring her merch wherever she goes. So if it's uh-huh. a boat, she'll bring a Tracy flag. Um, if we're going somewhere like Chicago, she'll bring a Tracy T-shirt. You know, it's always self-branding. Self-branding. It's As- self-promotion. <laughs> It's like Angeline. She just has like a trunk yeah. full of merch. I, absolutely. And you never know when someone's going to be like, who's that white girl that looks like Kesha? And I'm going to go, oh, it's me, Tracy. <laughs> you say Kesha. I say Megan Trainer, but. Or Brooke Hogan. We'll split the difference. <laughs> any, any white girl will do. <laughs> um, Trisha Yearwood. So yeah. I, I've seen on Reddit several times where um, people will ask, what is a tattoo you'd never want to do again? Do you have mm. tattoos that you're like, I'm not doing that? Like you would refuse service? I would say significant others' names. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. You would stop one me time, from doing that? Yeah, like one time I remember getting a client that like wanted a guy's name. And I had never done that before. So I was sort of just like figuring out what was happening. And I was like, well, maybe it's like a pet's name or like a like a dead grandpa's name or something like that. And so I just did it and I kind of felt bad. I was like, I don't think I should have done that. <laughs> and she came back like two weeks later to get it covered up oh, by me. That was <laughs> quick. Okay, she yep. was not thinking that one out, clearly. Or he saw it and he was like, I got to run. That's a red flag. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what happened. Two weeks later? Two weeks? He said, no, ma'am. Damn. <laughs> they say that that's bad luck. It's like... Yeah. Clearly really two weeks later. Good idea. <laughs> kiss of death. Yeah, for sure. Yep. My dad has um, mine and my sister's names on his arms, but he won't get my mom's Well, name. that's... Well, because that's his <laughs> yeah. children. He created those. Those yeah. aren't going anywhere. Kelly could yeah. leave him at any minute. Or, no, Kim. <laughs> I forgot your mom. Kelly should leave him at any minute. <laughs> Kimberly Samantha. I forgot yeah. her. <laughs> okay. That, I've never heard that, actually. That's, that I mean, that makes luck. sense. Yeah. Not not that it's bad luck, but that oh. people are like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Have right, you, ever, yeah. you don't have to out yourself. You can say my friend. Have you ever made a mistake? On a tattoo? Yeah. Um, let me think. <laughs> I, oh, I did have a client one time who was this like stoner lady that wanted to get her niece's name. And I remember writing it out and asking her to check it for me. I was like, make sure this is spelt right, right? And she was like, yeah, that's fine. And we tattooed it on her. And then she came back the next day and she was like, it was spelled wrong. I missed like an I or something like that. And I was like, but you verified it like when I did the design. So I was like, and then she got like, I ended up covering it up with some dandelions. And then she got the name in a different part of her arm. But she was oh, like she, so she down on it. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're gonna fix this. I want this I mean... fucking name on my body. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's her only niece, Jesus. Because <laughs> <laughs> what about the other kids? <laughs> yeah. What about ne- uh, the nephew Johnny? Like yeah. poor thing. Aunt Miranda doesn't love me. <laughs> um. Wow. Is there is there a certain tattoo that um, 
that you've completed and done and and then you've looked at it and you've been like why the fuck did i just do that <laughs> no not that i can think of okay great i didn't ever i mean i don't know if you, like someone wanted like a puppy dog and you like really went for it and then looked at it later and was like hmm nope don't care for that one didn't hit a home run. i've always had yeah, a like didn't hit a hard one. <laughs> yeah like I, when i first got started i always had a way of like very carefully approaching certain things. Like if I knew I wasn't going to be able to pull something off, I just wouldn't try to do that kind of thing. So until I was able to like master it on myself, then I would start trying to do that on other people. So I had a very like cautious approach at like trying to pull off certain things. So, and I I was lucky enough to already be drawing before I was tattooing. So I kind of like had enough knowledge about art in general that I was able to like make things work until I was better at tattooing. That's awesome. That makes sense. Um, this is just like a free for all on tattoo questions. I love, no, but, I, because, <laughs> but also no, here's the thing as somebody that loves getting tattoos and has mm-hmm. a, has a few, I don't really know that much about it. So yeah. it's really interesting to me because when I'm sitting there with my tattoo guy, like, I don't want to, I don't, is it crossing the line to ask questions like that no he's or, literally damaging your body for the rest well, of your yeah, life exactly but also <laughs> i don't want to like distract him and then like i end up with a no regrets tattoo <laughs> you know what i mean like, uh well that's a question micah have you uh, when you're tattooing someone do you want to talk or are you like let let me concentrate yeah i I'm usually pretty quiet when I tattoo people unless it's a conversation that's something that I already know about. Like if I'm trying to like force a conversation, it's harder. Mm. But if I have clients that are like talking about like Marvel comics or something, then I can sort of just like blabber forever, like without even thinking, you know? So I think different artists are different. Like I'm sure some artists like to talk more and some are kind of more focused, but I think it just depends. Yeah, like some people I can talk to. I feel that way with doing hair. There are clients mm-hmm. that come in and I'm like, if you open your mouth, <laughs> I'm going to shave your head. <laughs> like, I have one client that like moves her head while I'm doing her hair or she's always 15 minutes late. Like, I mean, it's just a bundle, like a ball of just shit the entire time you're doing her appointment. She makes me crazy. So I yeah, don't you I wish for her? To, I prefer her to just shut the fuck up. I hope she's not a listener. Yeah. <laughs> she's not. I hope. She, well, actually, I hope she is. Don't you wish you could be like Micah and just move uh, out of the physical realm and go into digital, and then you don't totally. Have to deal I would with love this. that. I would love that, Micah. I feel like you're you're always quote unquote booked and busy uh with your digital art like how like are you booked far out right now i'm asking on mm. behalf of tracy right now yeah totally <laughs> <laughs> so it like started i would say about three years ago and i've been booked every day since then until now Jesus. well there was a brief period of time i would say probably about like a month when my mom had the stroke that i just stopped working for like a month mm-hmm. but other than that i've been fully booked and right now i'm booked into the first week of january but I have like hordes of DMs and Facebooks and emails that I haven't gotten to yet. That's amazing. <laughs> so it's like, like your book through January 2022. Uh yes. No. Oh, 20 shit. <laughs> No, 2021. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But we I in that certainly... week. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> I was like Yeah, yeah, it's really not that bad I right now. I literally was like 
What year is it? <laughs> I did one time book out an entire year, and it was the most stressful year of my life, and I'm never doing oh, that again. <laughs> so many, yeah. Because you you need to give yourself like an unrealized break too. You know that you're like, oh fuck, I need to slow down a minute or whatever. Right. Micah, do you book your own appointments by like yourself? I do, yeah. So I do that as well. And like when like he was just saying that most stressful year of his life. I've had long stretches of I know exactly what I'm going into every day. You after you get about four or five weeks out, you start to forget that you like you might have to do this. You might have to go here. You might have a lunch date with somebody. Like it just becomes, oh, a never ending circle of, oh no, I'm working 10 to seven, 10 to seven, 10 to seven. Like I forget sometimes doing that as well. And then you, right. your brain goes to mush. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's real fun. <laughs> you know, speaking of that, one of the best pieces of advice I ever got, like relating to a career was from Chad Michaels. And I remember asking her one time, like, what is like the secret to longevity and like not burning out. And he told me you do one for you and you do one for them and you like keep that balance going. So I think that's like a really good piece of advice. Cause if you're, you know, exhausted from doing commission-based work, doing creative projects for yourself is such a different part of your brain that you're exercising. So it's almost like you're still being productive, but you're, giving the work side of your brain a break while you do something that's just for fun and it totally works like it's helped me a lot like going back and forth like that are you currently working on something for yourself and can you elaborate on that or is that like a surprise yeah actually i am i'm kind of in the beginning stages of developing my own t-shirt company brand Awesome. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah, because a while, a few years ago, um, Drag Queen merch messaged me, and they were like, you should start preparing a brand just in case you ever want to pitch anything to, like, Hot Topic or anything like that. Ever, like, just in case the opportunity comes up, it would be good to have something prepared. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. And then I kind of started thinking of ideas, but I was like, oh, no, none of this is original enough. And I, like, kind of was down on myself, so I gave up on it. And then recently, I've just been, like, really wanting to start my own company and just get, have, like, a full store running with my designs on, you know, T-shirts. And not, like, drag designs, like, you know, my original work on yeah. all kinds of stuff, like art prints and shirts and stuff. I, uh, I'm i a firm believer in saying things into the universe. And guess what? You just said it on a podcast Absolutely. into <laughs> many people's ears. So from uh, your mouth to many people's ears and the universe, I, it's going to happen. From your lips to my ear hole. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> good for you. Uh, like Yeah. Good luck on that venture for sure. Um, well, cool. So thank you so much for coming on. Um, if people want to find you on your social medias, where can they find you? Cool. So I, I, this is another stupid question. Not a stupid question, but have you made your own merch yet? Or are you still working on that? It's in the okay. making. Coming soon. Okay, cool. Well, we'll, we'll look out for that. Yes. Um, Tracy, where can they find you? At Tracy Otomy, T-R-A-C-E-Y-O-T-T-O-M-E-Y. <laughs> on all the things. Princess. Also on all the things as at the drag princess. Yeah. Wonderful. You can find me at Mr. Mike Gill on all the things. Don't forget to follow the podcast at K Space Pod and check out our merch 
uh, NashvilleDrag.com forward slash gay space. That's it. That's all. That's all we got. That's it. Thank you so much, Micah. Thank you, Micah. We had such a good time. Bye-bye. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. Bye, Micah. Bye. Thank you.